Hello guys, this is episode 4 of The Powell Show. I'm your host, Clayton Powell. If you enjoy the podcast, you can subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Music. And today, we have a very special guest who's joining us from the magic of Skype, which I just had to re-download. We had some problems on Instagram there. He is a professional mixed martial arts fighter in the UFC. He's a light heavyweight and a new brown belt in jiu-jitsu, if I'm not mistaken. Mr. Smiling Sam Alvey. Welcome to the show, Sam. Thanks for doing this. Thanks so much for having me on, my friend. Not a problem. So, I saw you got your brown belt in jiu-jitsu recently. That was a very unique ceremony there at your gym. Oh, yeah. No, every time you go up a belt, uh, you get whipped. Until you're black belt. Once you're black belt, you don't get whipped. But uh, (laughs) that was the last time I hoped to ever get whipped. Yeah, so was that at your... um, is that a normal thing, or is that just at your gym that they do that? I, I have no idea. I think it's a normal <laughs> thing. I've been to a couple of gyms that do it, but every now and then I'll find someone that has no idea what's going on. Yeah. Do you think that's your like the most rewarding martial art to practice is jiu-jitsu, or what do you think is the most fun? Because that's um, a good ranking system that they have. Yeah, I like the ranking system. I, I don't know if it's more rewarding than anything else. Uh, I, I know a lot. I mean, Krav Maga and Kung Fu and Karate and Taekwondo, they've all got their systems too and I'm, I'm sure as you belt up in those you feel just as proud of what you've done yeah, Taekwondo looks pretty hard you gotta be pretty flexible for that yeah, I, I couldn't do it I can kick I can kick knees <laughs> about it Yeah, I saw one of your um, questions on the UFC website, it was like what's your favorite striking technique and you were like punching people in the face yeah. or something like that only to help you punch someone in the face you throw a bad punch but it lands go with it be happy with it yep i like it so um outside of the octagon inside and outside of the octagon obviously you have that big personality and that brand of smiling sam and everything so tell us about you outside of the octagon how you carry that personality throughout life I, I'm a family guy. I've got a beautiful wife. I've got five kids right now. Um, I've got a nice house. My gym's wonderful. Uh, my friends are my friends are okay. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, I just I, I the good Lord has blessed me, and I, I'm I'm willing to show how happy I am from from His blessings with every every moment I can. That's awesome. I saw your um I saw you post a lot of Bible verses. That's cool. To see. Yeah, every day. I've been doing it for about two years now. I'll post a Bible verse a day on uh, Instagram. Yeah. That's the cool thing about social media is you never know who you're impacting by messages like that or just doing normal stuff or, like, you know, just working out or doing something. Mm-hmm. Someone sees that and is, like, wants to go be better. Yeah. People can find inspiration in any way. And if I, if I, if I can get someone some inspiration from, the, from a Bible verse, that's I couldn't imagine a better way to inspire someone. Absolutely. One of the inspiring things, I was watching your fight on um, against Ryan Spann at UFC 249. It was the very first fight back from COVID, the very first one yep. on the I card. started off the world's economy. Yeah, that was a great fight. I remember, I think it was the first round, he was trying to do a standing arm triangle on you, and Herb Dean or whoever was the ref came over and looked like they were about to stop it, and you gave a smile as you were... As you're in a submission attempt, what, what's up with that? Uh, well, Mark Goddard. <laughs> oh, uh, Mark Goddard. Fights ago. Oh no, that that fight was uh, 
John, no, it wasn't, he was, it wasn't my Mark Goddard. But a few fights ago, Mark Goddard, he screwed me in a fight. And but backstage, hey, if you're in a bad spot, but you need to, you know, put your thumb up and and uh, you'll you'll be, you know, I'll know. I said okay, so I got put in a bad spot and I put my thumb up, and then the son of a gun stopped the fight, and mm. I, I just I couldn't believe it. So now uh, the thumb up doesn't work, but the smile worked. Yeah, like uh, I'm good. He was trying to choke me, but there's no real pressure on my neck, um, so that's what I could do. I didn't want to didn't want to sacrifice the finger, so I gave him a little grin. That's cool. I've never seen a stop a fight stopped standing arm triangle like that. I mean, it looked like it was uncomfortable, but I mean, it was uncomfortable. I was stuck there, but I it didn't hurt. It wasn't choking me, and I, I was turning red, but I'm a ginger. I turn red easy. <laughs> that's awesome. I was at a. Um, my dad and I went to a UFC fight, UFC 245, the Usman versus Covington. And okay. a lot of people thought that was a controversial stoppage in the main event there. With... Was, that was Mark Goddard again. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was. And so I, I saw the scorecards afterwards, and the scorecards were all wrong. I had Covington was just dominating the fight. I, I had Covington up almost four rounds to none. Yeah. Might have been three. I thought he was just making Usman look silly. Uh, and then he got caught hard in round four or in round five, and then a second later they stopped it, uh, yeah. and it was not a stoppable situation. I was so upset with that. Yeah, who would who knows what would have happened after the two or three knockdowns in that yeah. fifth round? So yeah, it, maybe the fight would have ended, maybe not. But then you look at the scorecards, and all the judges were had Usman winning going into it. That the judges were wrong. The, he was it was yeah it was it was terrible. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some. Just as a fan, I've seen some crazy decisions, and I don't. I mean, I you know way more than me, so I'm sure that's been. I'm sure you've been on the wrong end of a decision before. Yeah, my last, my last three. <laughs> yeah. <fight. laughs> yeah. How did it feel in your last fight um, on Fight Island, getting a draw for the first time in your pro career? Uh, I could I couldn't believe it. Now I've got a ton of fights. I've got like seventy fights. Uh, Total. And I've never had a draw, so wow. I figure that's why. I get- now I can say I've had one. I've had a draw. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was not a draw. It was the judges are the judges are <laughs> terrible at the all of them. Yeah. Even the good ones bad. Yeah. Even the head of the company, Dana White, said like we've got to do something. We got to do something. But it's like what can you what can you do? Joe Rogan had the greatest idea in the, the history of ideas. Hire ten judges. Hmm. Hire, hire ten. The UFC is a multi billion dollar company. Hire ten judges. Enough of them will get it right. Wow. Yeah. That'd be cool. I bet if they had ten judges for um, Holloway Volkanovski too, that nine of them would have said Holloway. Yeah. So yeah, you would have said that one terrible judge. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, Volkanovski. I was thinking this Lee Qatar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, they didn't have. Yeah. So how was Fight Island? I've been seeing all the hotel and like the treatment that they've been getting in Abu Dhabi. How was it fighting there? It was uh, a little slower than most fight weeks because there was nothing to do oh, other yeah. than the island. Uh, and it was, I mean, everything was kind of closed, but it was very pretty. The beaches were, were nice. The, the hotel was just beautiful. It was it was a very nice situation. Um, it was kind of slow. I mean, there was, like, you see the same people every day and nothing else. Right. But uh, it was relaxing, and it was it was a good time. I would love to the opportunity to go back. Yeah. Did you get to bring your family with you that time, or was that... Only Before. my only my wife. They wouldn't allow me my kids. Oh, okay. Did I see something about your wife is a um a model? Uh she won America's Next Top Model a few years back. Wow. Um, so now she does it every now and then, but 
primarily she's she's a mother manager and you know coach that's awesome does she do jujitsu with you too yeah she outranks me by a bunch she's way better at jujitsu than i am wow that's pretty cool so um who are some of the favorite your favorite ufc fighters that you've met over the years you've been in a lot of cool events you were on the ultimate fighter and so i'm sure you've seen a lot of big ufc personalities like Dane Carwin is a super guy. He's just he's he's a wonderful person. Um, Dan Henderson's my head coach. I yeah. love Dan. Dom Reyes, he's a buddy of mine. He's a good dude. Uh, it, it's hot. It's a, it'd be a shorter list uh, naming people I don't like. Uh, but it, the, every once you get to that level of of competition, you're just you're trained to be kind of a good dude. You're, you're trained yeah. to be respectful. You know, and... Yeah, I've I've not really met anyone I don't like in the sport. That's good. So, um, what do you think about this weekend, UFC 257? You got a prediction for us? Uh, Magni versus uh, Kiesa or the other one? Oh, this Saturday. The McGregor uh, Poirier. I'm going to take McGregor. I almost always bet against McGregor, and I'm almost always wrong. Yeah. Uh, But this, I think McGregor has more to fight for. I think if McGregor wins, they give him an immediate title shot. Yeah. If he loses, um, yeah, if, he, if he loses, they uh, uh, won't give Poye a title shot, I think. Mm-hmm. It's weird how that happens. I mean, some people, every win they get in the UFC feels like five, you know. Yeah, and that's McGregor. He sells tickets. He, and if he can get an impressive win over Poye again, who I believe this is Poye's first fight off the title. Uh, it'll, I mean, it'll yeah. skyrocket him back into the rankings. He'll be number one again, and he'll fight Oliver or Khabib or... Maybe Tony. I don't know who'd be next. Yeah. Chandler. So, are you a big fan of the sport? Obviously, when you're not fighting, do you watch most of the fights? Uh, yeah, I watch a lot of most of the main cards, some of the undercards. Uh, if it's on, I I'm always. It's kind of like football. Football's on. I will watch every play. Uh, mm-hmm. So if there's a fight on, I'll be I'll be glancing the whole time. Yeah, that's cool. One of the biggest things when you talk about being in the UFC, I've never got to. I've talked to like one UFC fighter. I think it was um, Punahele Soriano. I saw him outside of the arena, and he was really cool. The Hawaiian who just fought last weekend. But um, I've always wanted to ask about the walk, walking out to the arena. You always have a big smile on your face, obviously. And I was watching one of your fights, and I'm like, dude, I would be so – most human beings would be so nervous walking out there about to – someone's trying to take your head off, and you're, like, smiling. Oh, it's – I've been blessed with a career that I didn't have – I mean – I didn't have to do this. It was not my plan to be a fighter. Uh, it was it was the good Lord's plan that I beat that I was a fighter. So I'm just I, I'm gonna enjoy every minute. I, I don't feel the pressures, the stress. If I win or if I lose, I, I put in my work, and it, it's in it's in a power above me that I that uh, it happens. I, I am just thrilled to be part of it. Wow, that's very inspiring for me as my my career. I'm a firefighter EMT. I can use that in my career too. I mean, a lot of times I'm like nervous about doing certain stuff but having a smile on your face is very contagious Uh, well you've got a much more important job than i have so (laughs) so thank you for what you do i appreciate that but thank you so um one of my buddies was asking i told him you're gonna be on the show and he's like that's sweet um you gotta ask him about sparring because that's a big topic nowadays because like max holloway said he didn't spar a single time for that last fight so how often are you sparring before a fight nowadays three or four times a week yeah uh yeah per 
personally, I hope everyone I ever fight from here not doesn't spar much. <laughs> most people are not going to have the results Max Holloway has. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, I, I've done camps where I, I was unable to spar, and you, I do not feel ready. My timing's off. Uh, everything's slow. Uh, and yeah, so I power to him. I, you can't argue with his performance. He, he was amazing out there. He threw more punches in that one fight than I think I've thrown in my you know seventy. <laughs> Um, and it worked very well for him, but I don't think it works for most people. I, I don't think it would. I know he's concerned about the brain and all that. And yeah, you're probably right. Don't get yeah. don't get hit. But uh, you, you just got to control your sparring, and if you love it, do it. Right. I mean, in the, days, in the last two days, I've sparred twelve rounds. Oh wow! So, do you have a fight coming up? Do you know, or how does that work, communicating with the UFC? Do they just tell you out of nowhere? Come back to us and tell me if it's happening or not. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to fight in April, March, somewhere in there. That would be cool. There's one card in March, I think, has three title fights on it. Oh, I forget. wow. It's, um, it's Adesanya, Blahovich, and then okay. Amanda Nunes, and Jan Sterling, I think is the other one. Oh, that's all in the all right, same be, Yeah, that's good. Yeah. At least the Jan Sterling fight will be real exciting. The other yeah. ones, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I got to see um, Peter Jan in person, and that was the first time I ever heard of him, and I was like, this dude is legit. Yeah. What's your favorite class, weight class to watch outside of light heavyweight and middleweight? Uh, I, I don't know if I have a favorite. I just think really watch the guys that i might fight the most <laughs> and then uh that's cool hey, my, my my smaller younger training partners i watch I, i'll watch those guys too say all right we're gonna beat this guy we're gonna fight that guy yeah that's pretty cool so um do your kids do any martial arts training are you trying to yeah, both, get them in both of them are boxing and jiu-jitsu and wrestling and hopefully they never fight uh but uh they, they, they'll know how they'll be able to beat up the fighters yeah it's funny how i hear a lot of fighters they're like i love fighting like you love fighting it's like a big part of your life but it's like i don't want to get my kids into that because it's scary to think about it doesn't pay enough and you're you're hurt all the time so no i I hope my kids are better at football or soccer (laughs) soccer uh baseball baseball would be good one. golf golf would be good and be good at yeah what was that one x-ray you posted you said so you want to be a ufc fighter what was going on there with your um oh that was about five years ago i broke my jaw just down the middle um mm. and yeah that was that that was that one i i, I think i post the same photo every year <laughs> uh, it always pops up on my time time hop so oh yeah that happened today well time to post it yeah is that one is that your worst injury that you've had or what's some of the like yeah, worst no, that was the first one uh you're always kind of injured but that one took me out of a fight yeah, that's got to be. That's not something that normal human beings have to go through. I mean, they, well, it was terrible. It was terrible. It was, I, they wired my jaw shut for six weeks, and you have to drink everything through, eat everything through a straw. It was, it was mm. terrible. Yeah, that's why, as a fan, I've been trying to have a lot of respect for guys on both sides because they get fighters go through a lot more than we see. You know, mm-hmm. I mean. You said you're always injured and... Oh, yeah, everything's always hurt. Uh, well, hurt, yeah. I need to not be hurt for 15 minutes every eight weeks. 
other than that, <laughs> I, I'm looking around being being a bum. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for 15 minutes every eight weeks, I'm indestructible. That's cool. So you had the um, it looks like you tied Donald Cerrone for the record for the most fights in a year or something like that. You had yeah. six fights and. Donald Cerrone, Angela Hill, and I have it. Um, I have it two months faster than those two guys. And now they've got, they've got that new boy from this last year um, who is fighting. Kevin Holland? Yeah, Holland. Yep. Holland is about to smash this record. <laughs> He's going to get six in his neck. So I, I, got to, I got to six fights in about ten months. Cerrone got it in 12 months. Angela Hill got it in 12 months. Uh, Holland, he's going to get it in like eight months. Yeah. So I'm hoping he stops. I don't want him to break the record. I don't want him to get, I'll I'll share it with him. I don't want him to get to seven. Yeah. And those are the people that fans love to watch. I mean, that's how you get well known. I mean, like those people that you all named, I know very well. And I look forward to them fighting because it's like, they don't, they don't mess around. That's cool. So, what are you up to today? What's a typical uh, day look like for you? Go inside, eat some, uh, eat some protein and some food, and rest a little bit before I train again tonight. Nice, on the grind. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a couple more questions before I let you go. I really appreciate you coming on here. No, thank you. Very in your much. busy schedule, but one thing is, I heard the Ultimate Fighter might be coming back soon. So, who do you think would be the best coaches for that? I would love to see uh, Mazdaval and uh, Colby uh, yeah. coach against uh, I think that would be a blast. That would be very interesting. I wonder if they would do it. Yeah, man. I, I'll bet you they would. They know how much money's involved. Yeah, Masvidal has a he has so many opportunities that he could do. Even though he's coming off a loss, it feels like he's up there with the top like five most popular people. Oh, big time, big time. Yeah, so... Do you guys all, I mean, obviously, like, UFC fighters, when you see someone like Masvidal or McGregor or John Jones or somebody like that do something for the sport, like, get really famous, do you guys all, like, get behind them? Like, that's great, making the sport grow. Uh, hit or miss. Uh, I mean, some of the guys at McGregor, I couldn't care about any less. Uh, he's fine, I guess. I've never met him. Right. Uh, he has helped the sport grow, so power to him, but I... I don't think I give him any more support than anyone else. Um, and you can find the guys you like. DC, I'm a big fan of. I, I'm yeah, so me too. happy with his success in life. Um, Stipe is a great dude, I, I'm pretty sure. I like Stylebender. Met him a couple times. Really? So the guys you tend to support more than the guys you don't. Yeah. It's always a good thing when you meet someone that you're a fan. I mean, I'm a fan, but you meet someone that you've seen on TV a lot and they end up being a good dude. It's a good thing you know and then you root for them yeah yeah so i mean i knew you were going to be a good dude but this is great i'm i'm going to root for you in your next fight obviously so so thank you so much for coming on here and talking to me i really appreciate it thank you so much for inviting me on yeah so good luck in your next fight i hope your family has a great 2021 and everything so all right yeah thank you i hope yours does too thank you so much have a good one. Have a, have a great day. See ya. That was smiling Sam Alvey of the UFC. So that was a great interview there. He was actually in the car on the way home from training, and he's just a super cool guy. So my dad and I used to watch the UFC fights growing up. That's how I 
got when I was growing up. So that's how I got into it. And it's pretty surreal to be able to talk to someone like that. So, uh, thank you guys for the support. And, um, if you like it, then if you like the content here, then, um, subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, and, um, Apple podcasts. And we have another episode coming soon with my friend Wyatt Peters. And this episode, I kind of snuck in here cause I reached out to Sam and he had an opening and reached back out to me. So that's what's cool about social media. You can reach out to these, um, athletes and people that have a big following and sometimes they'll reach out back. So I really appreciate it. And this podcast has been really fun. I've been putting some time into it lately. It's something to have fun with and do that I'm interested in. So thank you guys signing off.